Hello, everybody. This is Eve with Rose Apple Sage. This is the intro to season two of my podcast. And season two is going to be an audio and a visual podcast where I get to uh, share with you my Zoom calls with some amazing people that I have selected to share their stories and um, just talk to them about what the heck's been going on with them in the year 2020, uh, the history about who they are, their journey to become who they are, and how, um, well, usually I chose them because they are being of service in this time. They have, um, they have valuable content to offer the masses, and this gives them an opportunity to be on a platform that they possibly haven't been on yet, which is in this case, YouTube or what other social media or however this gets distributed, uh, it gives them an opportunity to, to share their story with people that may have not heard them yet. Or maybe you have heard these people and there's something of a nugget in these conversations that you didn't know about them before. Uh, today we are going to be talking with Sammy from Soul Supper. She is an aura intuitive and she is an incredible Reiki master, shamanic journeying and masterful being who has been doing this work for a very long time uh, and discovered her gift at an early age where a lot of us um, seem to to gather them, but she she stuck with it and she um, she developed her unique skills of seeing the auras and her intuitive nature and developed uh, services now for other people where she can do aura readings, Reiki sessions. Um, she can help you understand how to direct your intentions and your thoughts to assist you with having a clearer state of mind based off of what she's seen in your aura where your color vibrations or clouds or you know this disturbed presence that she'll see and she can conversate with you about hey i'm seeing this what's going on there and uh help you to identify what might be causing you pain or causing you disruption in life or help to guide you to become the person that you want to be. So as we explore all of our mentorship here of who we are and why we're here, we discover that we are not alone. We discover that there's others like us out there. We discover people like Sammy who walk and talk and operate her gifts every day. And she is an inspiration to a lot of us here who have come to find ourselves and realize that we are on a journey also of exploration of being a healer or being an intuitive or whatever aspect of self that we have the strength to um, to offer the world. And we all came here at this time together and it's good that we can operate together on multiple platforms. And as we are coming to a digital age where we are supposed to be manifesting and dealing with life here on this digital platform. It is the matter that matters in the 3D. It is not the matter that is resolved into the spiritual realm, into the intuitive realm, into the place of existence of our light bodies where we are operating in formation of our intuitive selves. It is a non-matter reality. 
And I believe that in that non-matter reality, there is only light and there is only vibrations and frequencies. And that is what Sammy sees. Sammy sees all the frequencies that are are, that are happening outside of this dense matter. And she's able to go through the density and see that. And what she's seeing is the truth that is written on all of us. And it's hard to be, you know, to hide anything from her or anybody that isn't intuitive because they can directly see through your shit, literally through your matter, through the deception and the words that you think you're saying to project something to somebody to help them believe what you want them to believe. In reality, we're all projecting light frequencies, energy frequencies, and and an opportunity of c- communication that isn't seen with our two eyes. It is something that we can see with our third eye, something that we can see in a way when we have to surpass the knowingness that that there isn't just this 3D matter here now, that we are multidimensional beings, that we have an opportunity to awaken and to see this world differently. And if there's anybody here that I could that I can offer that guidance to, it's Sammy. So I hope that when when she comes on and that I can be a sounding board for her and that this voice will resonate solely to her. This is my blessing. This is my prayer. This is my intro. This is my words. I shall get it out now and we shall begin this experience with Sammy. Blessings and love. enjoying this rain I thought that was interesting to wake up to the rain oh I loved it I did too (laughs) I really I I love rain that's really why I moved here (laughs) oh really yeah I well I mean I was sick of the heat Charleston South Carolina oh that's right South Carolina 100% humidity 100 degrees out you know you just can't really breathe one year there was like a week of really hot weather and no one knew how to handle themselves and bitched and complained and i was (laughs) like are you kidding me (laughs) most people have to deal with this all the time (laughs) so yeah Yeah, i liked it it was it was one thing that i said i was grateful for today was the softening of it it just felt it felt nice to have that softening and that it always oh, yeah. feels just kind of like a, a little break to me for some reason. I don't know how exactly. you, like energetically, it just it softens everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It has this, well, um, they, I, actually, I will tell you, I like rain. Another reason why I like rain, going back to my aura stuff, is that energetically, the people hold in their energy a little bit more when it's raining. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I, it's always, I've always, my family calls it Sammy day because whenever it's raining, they're like, Oh, it's a Sammy day because they knew I liked it better because when the sun shined and everybody's like kind of spreading yeah. their aura out and they're all excited and they're, and I'm like, Oh, the energy is just too much. Whereas when it's raining, everybody's kind of inside and, Oh, I'm going to read a book and be quiet. And they bring their aura in a little bit. <laughs> So from the standpoint of that, I've always loved rainy days more. Ah, maybe that's, I'm on the same boat. Mm -hmm. I'm very, I'm very um, peaceful in that sense where I get, it's too erratic or there's too much going on. I just, I get overwhelmed and I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't enjoy that as much as I enjoy that, the piece of like being in my own head. 
because <laughs> there's a lot going on energetically sometimes it's hard to hard to keep keep it together um yeah so i was i was really excited that you agreed to come on here Yay. yeah you've Yay. been an inspiration to me on my journey the last couple of years just figuring out what the heck i'm doing and who i am and you've helped me a lot so oh, good yeah well, thank you so good. much that's yeah. really that's going back to what you were asking about my journey i was like yep yeah, that's really what it is yeah. i just want people to feel empower people to really know that they're powerful that they don't have to look outside themselves. We're all, we all have our own power. We don't need to, <laughs> we, there really isn't any magic pill out there. Our magic pill is us, you know, right. it really is, you know, about us really feeling our power and really feeling our energy. And I think another side of, well, we can go into that on the, <laughs> but the biggest thing is about the whole, we really are brainwashed <laughs> in school to not really allow our own power to emerge um, in a lot of ways. And I understand as a society, you have to control society, but it really gets people to, to the point where they don't know what their own energy is once they're 18 and they get out of high school. They really don't. Right. And so there's a lot of very energetically immature adults out there <laughs> a lot <laughs> because they just really don't they never were able to really feel their true potential their true energy and so they're going by ego and they're holding on to that ego and they, they think oh the ego's loud it tells me what i'm supposed to be doing and i'm like don't you realize your energy is a whisper your energy is that soft, calm, <laughs> middle ground, right? And we're not taught that. So know? how do, how do you how do you help people with that? How do you? I mean, for me, I know that you have this beautiful way of when you're counseling, you have this silent pause. You have this like, well, what do you think, Gaber? It's like you you have a really beautiful way of of empowering others. What do you think is like the the one thing that you practice with helping others to be? in that state of mind to, to break free of that i mean we are body mind spirit all in one so you do have kind of three systems going at once so it is kind of at times where you're like oh <laughs> and, and, uh, i have three personalities because yeah. your spirit wants to run and dance and do everything uh, as we know <laughs> so it's like yeah sure i can do it um and then your mind is like oh that sounds good to me and let's do this let's do that mm -hmm. yeah. and then your body's like whoa 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 i'm not sure if i can handle this i'm not sure about this i need to know what's going on for some reason the body is the worst our our um Yes, it's because of manifestation. It's good that we don't manifest everything we think, yeah. but um, it's also our body is kind of slowing us down on purpose because we're grounded. We came here to the earth to experience the, everything through a body. Um, so the biggest kind of obstacle, I would say, is that uh, even spiritual people that not that anybody's better than anybody else, but have evolved more to understand there's a connection of all three versus just the, the two, the mind and the spirit going on. Um, they really, you have to kind of talk to your body and kind of say, okay, how does this feel? Any decision, even though people just kind of think if it's a decision they have to make, they have to 
think it through and it's all feeling i go well if your body doesn't if you feel it in your gut that it doesn't feel right why did you go ahead and do it i mean all the time we hear people going i knew i shouldn't have done that (laughs) like well why'd you do it then (laughs) you know and they're like well because you know people were saying and it really is that brainwashing i was talking about to believe that we have to go along with the tribe and I understand tribal energy is good to survive, but it also gets you in trouble because we all are one little piece of a jig, huge jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm. But if we get broken, then the whole jigsaw puzzle won't be complete. Right. Um, that's been something I've been understanding and it's been hard for me to understand, but that the ego is actually placed there for a, a purpose and that's not a, always a bad thing. I think a lot of us are just like ego, right. you know, like erase the ego, but there's something about it that's saying center in who you are and what you desire and what like the essence of you, exactly. because that's the puzzle piece you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get but that. But then feel it and don't yeah. let it be the only part that you connect with for any decision. Right. Our problem is what well, our ego says, oh yes, you know, gets into it and all this stuff and our our spirits kind of like yes i think you could do that you know <laughs> um of course all potential in the spirit you know but our our problem is is then we don't really ground it into our body and and kind of say okay body <laughs> if there's if there's some resistance to this let me know what <laughs> how does how does it feel when i really feel it in my body do i and like i'm talk about using the senses. So not just um, what comes to you. It might be you hear something suddenly, a high pitch, or you, there has been times when I I smell things, (laughs) like I said. And the funniest thing is a lot of times when it's a decision I should make, I smell garbage or or things that don't smell very good. (laughs) And I go, hmm. Why am I smelling that? That doesn't smell good to me. And But then I ask the question. So it's always, like we say, the question's more important than the answer because right. the answer shows up as your life. So then you go, oh, okay. So it's kind of an unfolding. You should always kind of go, oh, okay. It says, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, I'm doing it. But then you really, then a lot of times people get into something where they go, why did spirit lead me astray? Because I had said, yes, yes, yes. I go, well, you didn't totally feel into it. You didn't ask your body, mind, spirit all together to make the decision of what was right for you. And do you do that through meditation or through, I mean, what is your practice of aligning all those three parts to, um, to do? So like I always say, a lot of, especially Americans overthink yeah. <laughs> so we have a lot of energies. It looks like a actually like a mushroom cloud right up here when people overthink things. So I see that a lot on yeah. people in their aura. Um, and so it really is about bringing it down in your body. And it sounds funny, but most people would go, oh, your heart space or heart chakra. But actually the best place to bring any energy when you're asking a question is in your solar plexus chakra, mm. because that is all about trust. And that's a huge (laughs) thing with people with control issues 
um, and things where they don't want to, they, when they feel it in their solar plexus and they, then it feels uncomfortable to them, then they immediately go, oh, I can't do it. I don't feel comfortable. And I go, no, really feel into it and say, well, why do I not feel uncomfortable? Why, why does it feel uncomfortable? Is it good for me or is it that it's so different that I can't, you know, so you kind of have to dredge in more. <laughs> um, and keep asking so, questions, right? Yeah, you keep, yeah. and so that's it, is that I just meditate just like you said. I sit there every day, but I only, only do it for 15 minutes. I'm not doing a long time because sometimes if you're sitting there too long and going over and over, you're overthinking mm -hmm. and you're not really getting anywhere. Yeah. So I just set the clock and for 15 minutes, I kind of go, okay, this is kind of thinking about my day, maybe what I need to do or thinking about what I want to do as far as goals. And then I just sit there and, um, and kind of ask myself, okay, how does it feel? A lot of times I go through each chakra actually and say, how does it feel mm -hmm. <laughs> in my crown chakra, let's say, if I did this? What, how does it feel my third eye, my throat? You know, each one. And if I come up to resistance, then I ask, well, what's the resistance about? Uh -huh. And sometimes it's because I don't want to. I'm scared to change. <laughs> and That's so a go, big oh. one. That's yeah. Huge. And I go, well, okay, yeah. well, no, I've got to change. This yeah. year is all about us. Finally, even healers that think they've been evolved and they've mm -hmm. been doing the system the same way for years. Yep. They are, it, it's like, no, no, no. All bets are off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As they say, putting on the big girl panties. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and we all have to really talk, the, you know, walk the talk and, um, and kind of get there. So it is about, and then sometimes it's resistance because it's like, it's really not your vibration and you know it. Um, many times in aura readings, when I'm talking to people and people go, Oh yeah, I was thinking that. And I go, I know you were thinking it and it's about, it's in your aura and it's about you, um, knowing that you have the power to connect to this, right. <laughs> not saying that there isn't a reason for me to be here to help you, but it also is, I mean, my whole goal when I work with people is to, um, allow them to evolve. And I, and I send out, as you know, I send out exercises and I try to really get people to, to their point where they feel their own energy and what's right for them and start to know that when they connect with their energy, they'll, you know, they, they don't have to worry about things, you know, right. we've got so much worry. Right. I'm so worried about what I'm going to do, how, where I'm going to live, well, you know, and after a while, it just makes your energy go in a spiral and gets you nowhere. So when you really feel your energy, you're like, I'll be here. I'll be all right, no matter what happens. Amen to that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's been, that has been, that hit the, that hit home, what you just said. And I think a lot of us are going through that right now in, in this, you know, shift right now in 2020, we've all been dealing with the what now everything's changed or everything I was doing isn't working anymore. And uh, how is, how is it going to look in three months or six months or what, 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 you know? So for me, I think mm -hmm. it's a lot of, there's a lot of panicking happening or a lot of uncertainty happening because we don't have anything to hold on to. The structures that were built aren't standing like they used to. 
So we don't know where to navigate. And I think that you're right. It's like navigate within, navigate and ask yourself and know that if we're going to be here, we're going to be here and it's going to, it's going to just be right. Mm -hmm. No matter what we try to control it, it's going to evolve and, and set the stage as it needs to. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Everything is experience, bad or good. Not saying that I had, I, have, I, I don't like bad experiences. I, I, I well, mean, tell no us, one, tell no, us no, about no. your experience. Cause recently you just had a shift with your space, didn't you? Like you're, you're not yeah. operating on the same way you were before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, first of all, well, first of all, one of the big things, I mean, my sister died and right. my sister and I were so connected, soul sisters, yeah. <laughs> and did so much energy work together. So it really was that, that was very, um, it's still going through the grieving part, but it really was even more so than that, that it was really like this connection that I always had that I felt like sh- we kind of, uh, completed the energy, you know what I mean? Um, and so that happened and that really made me have to go Oh no, I guess it's, she's working on the other side and I'm here and that's what it is, you know? Um, and then I, you know, I closed my office, um, just because of the, well, I do, I also have something with my hip. I, I was born with a birth defect with my hip. So eventually I'll need a hip replacement. But um, so I can't walk up and down stairs and my office was upstairs. But I absolutely loved my office. It was an amazing healing space. Um, and so kind of that grieving again. <laughs> so a lot of grieving for not just, I mean, I'm going through it, but a lot of people are going through grieving because they're um, having to shift their business. All my business now, of course, is on Zoom or Skype, or I have some European clients on WhatsApp, but um, but it really is about you getting used to not uh, being in person. Um, I am a hugger. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like they say, the huggers are having a hard, very hard time. <laughs> I am hugging lots of trees, but it's still Aww. not quite the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it just, you know, is really that kind of aspect that you feel, um, uh, yeah, I've had to go through it myself. So that's the thing is that I had to go back and I actually had somebody go, oh, well, you're a healer. It should be fine for you. And I'm like, no, don't you understand? We're still supposed to experience all of life. We're still in a human body. We're not above everybody. Right. Um, there's no guru, really. You know, I mean, people go, oh, that person is so evolved. And, then, and I said, they have stuff every day that goes on. You just don't, they just don't talk about it. Right. They're trying <laughs> to focus on how to evolve in a positive way, not in a negative way. So their focus is always on well, okay, I learned that lesson. Now what, what new experience can I have? Mm. Um, and so that's the biggest thing about this is that really um, people have forgotten because it's gotten so negative. If you go on social media about the sides um, and it really is about being grateful every day, writing the gratitude list, being grateful that this happened because it's making people wake up that they were just doing their 
getting up, going to Starbucks and getting their big, huge lattes and, and um, um, uh, going to work and going shopping and spending all this money that they didn't have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just think it's really been this kind of um, spirit slap, I call it. <laughs> Where it's like, come on, wake up. <laughs> yeah, and, I feel yeah. that for sure. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but it really, um, also for me, it's just, I feel very much uh, like I, I have space now. Mm. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Um, it feels like by closing my office down and being at home and doing more, more stuff at home and not seeing as many people, that it's wonderful because mm -hmm. I don't have the distractions. So I'm very more laser focused than I've yeah. ever. So maybe you were just too exposed and people were like, oh, it's okay, Sammy will take care of me or I'll go see Sammy or she's doing this and, and she's available. And exactly. I think to be available physically is exhausting for, for you, you know? Mm -hmm. And so now you're like, well, these are my Zoom schedules and this is when I'm available. And if you want additional services, you can go ahead and sign up here, you know? So it's like, Everything is as you need it. Yeah. And I really, I, honestly, I wasn't taking a day off. Yeah. So okay. Wow. Most, I, most of the time, every day I was available for people. Okay. And I just really, now I take days off. Good. <laughs> That's good. And I go, well, no. <laughs> yeah. You can text me all you want. I told you I'm not working today. <laughs> good for you. So I yeah. love that. And that is important. I think that I call this time the rest and reset. <laughs> so I feel like there's just like this, like, yeah, everybody's going home, everybody's going within, everybody's dealing internally. And that's kind of what you've been talking about is like, deal with your own self. You know, you are powerful. You are uniquely you and deal with it and stop asking outside of yourself. And I've been, I've been really feeling that too, is like everything that I need is inside of me and I'm capable. It's just that we don't trust ourselves. Yeah. And I think that we look to you and we say, Sammy, what the hell? I, know. <laughs> I, I do have this shit. <laughs> yeah, I do have people that do that. <laughs> yeah, and I and I get that, but I think that you're really good at turning it back on us and saying, "Well, why? Well, what's going on? Why don't you go inside yourself and figure that out?" And so it, it's that. I think that's the new shamanic um, way right now is that you don't go to the shaman and say, you know, "Oh, just I'm gonna lay on your table and just fix me." you know, and they're like, yes, I fix you. I shaman, you know, we, as you are, you know, I feel like I'm shaman too, but it's, and there's a lot of us that are and the word shaman is, I don't know how, how do you feel about that word? But to me, I feel like it's, it's a spiritual advisor and healer. And I feel like you really are in that category of the shaman. And now the shaman's way is to empower the individual to be their own shaman. Do you agree with that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, um, that's, I think the biggest thing is, is that in the past, it, people felt like there again, that whole kind of guru syndrome right. <laughs> of thinking and almost not, not to put down doctors in the medical community, but it, even doctors had that kind of godlike thing of, oh, I'll go to the doctor and he'll heal me. And I'm only going to follow doctor's orders. And I'm only going to, you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and there's many people still are like that, you know? And I think the biggest thing is, if it doesn't feel right, <laughs> 
you don't follow it. You don't go right. along blindly and follow anything. You need to really examine it. And it's the same, and, and it does go back to the negative stuff that's going on right now. At least people are examining how they feel about things. Um, mm -hmm. And if they do feel negatively about something and you're like, oh, <laughs> um, but that, that is their that is their energy. That is where they are. And so as healers, another side of it is very hard to stay in that gray matter with the, in the case of that, because people bring out all this negative stuff. And I'm like, why are you so focused on the negative? Mm -hmm. Doesn't everybody want, like I said, the government to do good? Because the only way that we can do, we can thrive, is if the government yeah. thrives. Okay, mm -hmm. people. So don't just like law of attraction. Don't they always say focus on what ten things you're grateful for about mm -hmm. what's going on, um, and and in fact the biggest thing is you should always write if you're annoyed or mad at something you should write ten things. You, you're grateful for about the thing you don't like mm -hmm. <laughs> um, because it makes you realize that it wouldn't spur you on to really be the true you or to figure out what you it's all discernment everything is love but the conflict comes up for our, us to discern how far away we are from love or how close we're getting to love right. so it really isn't about us um, uh denying that there isn't that negative thing out there i mean i and that's our biggest problem is we deny emotions we just let them sit there on the shelf and they go oh, i got over that 20 years ago <laughs> no you didn't you just left it sitting there and <laughs> in your way all this time you know yeah, um, yeah so it is about us kind of finally getting real with ourselves and going yeah okay this is this is who i am uh and it feels uncomfortable but now how can i change it and i think right. that's the big biggest thing is that people don't ask the, themselves they uh kind of wallow in oh that's who i am and i can't change it and mm -hmm. the biggest reason why is because <laughs> there is this blame culture um that brainwashing that has been brainwashed into us and i know i use that word a lot but it really is true that we think that there's always got to just like there's black and white the duality there's always got to be somebody else that's to blame for something that happened <laughs> and and i go no do you want to just like wayne dyer used to say do you want to be right or do you want to have peace mm. and our biggest mm -hmm. thing needs to be where I want peace. We all want peace, really. It's just we have forgotten what peace really is for us. Mm, so. That's beautiful. The the difference between peace and blame is that what you said? Uh huh. Because if you really feel the energy of blaming, it's it's pointing and projecting all faults at something that's not you, so that you don't <laughs> have to identify with it. Exactly. And, You're yeah, like, it's, or you could just be like, please. <laughs> it's not it's not you it's not mine it's yours it's your fault i don't have anything wrong with me i'm perfect it's like yeah <laughs> no it, i mean it, and i think i've learned a long time ago that things we don't like in others are the things that we don't like about ourselves how could you identify something that's wrong with somebody if it's not something that you think is wrong with you mm -hmm. you know so it's like it's always a mirroring of of um our own self so i love that blame and peace 
Mm-hmm. That's really, I like that. I like how those feel. Yeah. 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 It's because I'm always going, oh, okay, who can, and I mean, when I was younger, <laughs> like a lot of people made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was because of my psychic ability, my aura ability, I was very immature and made, made choices from the immaturity, not from <laughs> my real energy. Okay. And it wasn't until I finally was like, okay, this has got to stop. It doesn't feel right. I can't, you know, I have to really feel into my own energy. Mm. So I went So were through- you going outside of yourself? Is that what you're saying? Because you, you started, it yes. says in your bio that you were like four years old when you started seeing auras. Yes. And so were you feeling like uh, outside? Is, are you saying you're outside of yourself? Like you were seeing the reality that wasn't yours? Exactly. Okay. Because, I mean, in school, I was really bullied (laughs) tremendously. Um, I, you know, I lived in Charleston, South Carolina, went to a Catholic school. Um, and, And so I was different. I was very different. I was a city girl, grew up in a, a very um, liberal uh, restaurant. My mother had a restaurant and we had all kinds of people come in and mm. one of her best friends was a drag queen. And yeah. you know, <laughs> so we had, yeah. we were very much different. Everybody yeah. else were like conservative. Right. They in their, in their box. Yeah. They had their little white picket fence in their family and everything. And I was very different. And so, but because I also had adults, not my mother or my family, but adults outside of that kind of reinforce what the kids were saying that Mm -hmm. I was a weirdo that I didn't Mm -hmm. you know what I mean that they just kind of dismissed me I really got to the point where I thought oh well I don't I'm not worthy you know Mm -hmm. and so because of that I just really created this whole thing where I made choices from that state of I am not worthy you know Mm -hmm. and it really wasn't until I was about 26 maybe yeah, about 26, <laughs> that all of a sudden I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I think, yeah, I, I, you know, it's just feels too uncomfortable. So it really took a lot of um, truly looking at the all sides, <laughs> the good, bad, and ugly, <laughs> um, to, to get me to this point. But it really was also spirit going, look, we gave you these gifts. You've tried to run from them, but you see they're not going anywhere. Right. And so you've got to start embracing them because they're here for some reason. And just, and that is the biggest thing with all of us is that there's some gifts so many gifts are denied at a young age and then things just don't quite sync up and we don't understand why and it's because that gift is still lingering even if you think it's gone away um oh when i was a child i can sense that or when i was a child i i was an artist but now i'm not or what you know what i mean um it's there and it's always lingering it's kind of in the background like i said about the whisper versus yeah. the the shouting yeah it sounds like you know our problem is to kind of tap into the soft voice that's still there saying oh you really love this you really love that and tapping back into that I think right now we're getting an opportunity to to Mm -hmm. sense ourselves 
Yeah. I think that a lot of what you're saying is so valid and due to uh, having everybody else's opinion of us be what we think is our opinion of ourselves and it's not. And that's where we get to be here in our own homes, in our own space, you know, and going inside and it's like, oh my gosh, I actually have a totally different feeling on that than I did because so-and-so was telling me my dog's barking. <laughs> um, he's something to say, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's been for me is the howling, the, the speaking of the distraction, you know, like my, the dog, how I was feeling distracted. I wasn't feeling like I, I mean, to be your own voice. To not always have to hear what everybody's saying about you or what you're supposed to be so that you match what they are plucking us out and letting us feel it. Even if it's just a brief moment, but like, what do I like? What do I want? Who am I? You know? And so there is a great awakening happening with just this opportunity. So I think we're, I think it's, there's a lot of good coming from. Oh yeah. From all and that. like they always say that in this case, you're being a human being, not a human doing. Cause right. they always, first thing is you are what you, your work is like, Oh no, no, <laughs> I know. know. I always oh, try not. not to start a conversation with like, Oh, what do you do? It's like, <laughs> who are you? Or like, what's your favorite food? Or like, how can I introduce, you know what I mean? Everybody always does that. What do you do? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> of course, I, a lot of times I say to people, "Oh, what's your favorite color?" <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, at dinner parties or things I used to go to, I'd be like, "Well, what's your favorite color?" Oh, okay. Yeah, so then I tell good. them stuff about colors. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So, and that does, still is not intimidating and sound too woo-woo, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you start a conversation that's on a different subject or a different plane and like, oh, well, that's out of the blue. Out of the blue. So. Yeah, cool. exactly. A lot of sayings, you know, are, are do have to do with the, the vibrations of um, the emotions around the colors. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, that's, a, that's a cool gift that you have. I don't. I've been seeing twinkles. I've been seeing, sometimes I see orbs. Um, but I mean, the way that you describe people's auras in your eyes, I mean, it's insane. The way that you <laughs> see things. And I was trying to understand at what level you've been able to build your awareness of each person's auric level, where it stands. I mean, you must have been, I mean, how long have you been studying the specific, you know, human aura? to the capacity um, where you can share with a person what you're seeing. I mean, that must have been, um, yeah. well, <laughs> so like, like I said, on my website, it says about when I was about three, I was, I might've been almost four, but then, um, my mother had a restaurant and she's busy and it's lunch rush time. And I'm pulling on her apron going, mom, that guy, a guy has purple all over oh. him. And, um, <laughs> and, and she's like, Sam, Sammy, I really don't have time for this right now. The busy, the restaurant's really busy. And I go, mom, there's purple all over him. And luckily I had an aunt Frida that worked with us who were like, do you realize what this means? She had, she had read all about it. Right. And so she thought that was the coolest thing. So then she would start asking me, you know, and like we said, I was lucky. I had somebody who then 
said, oh, and then everybody else was like, oh, okay, Frida, whatever you say, you know, she, you read about it. Um, but at that time, we had no internet. You have very few books about auras, and usually the few that I knew of were ones that were like the gurus in India talking about all this consciousness stuff way over my head when I was a little girl, like, what is this about? <laughs> you know, even though they did buy the books for me, so that was cool. Um, but it wasn't until I was about 11 years old, we were in New York City and we were walking by a bookstore and the whole display actually was all on consciousness and or and there was three more books. Um, and so um, we didn't want to go to the Statue of Liberty. That'll tell you. <laughs> so mm -hmm. Babs and I wanted to stay there and look at the at the books. Right. It was so like, wow, you know. So, but um, it still didn't explain enough. So I started realizing I just got to focus on the energy and what is it is. I did not know the meanings of anything. I would just tell people what they what I saw. Um, and it wasn't until about when I was 16 that it started bothering me, though, really, as far as, I mean, I had the bullying and all the stuff, but, but when I was 16, it started bothering me because I started seeing when people would die. Um, oh. And I'm not, you know, and that's the negative side, is that you do see um, sometimes, not all the time, <laughs> um, but most of the time you do see it in their aura or you see a serious illness, even if they seem perfectly fine mm -hmm. and don't even know they have a serious illness. So you do see things like that, but ethically, I'm not, I, you know, I can't, I'm not a doctor. I don't, I know, so it's prescribed. So I can't tell somebody that. I have in the past said, you know, I, we have, you have dense energy, you mm -hmm. should get a checkup. That's all I say to them and say it in a really calm way so they don't freak out. Right. <laughs> but, um, and it has turned out where people in the past have had a breast cancer and didn't know it. Um, I had other, one person had pancreatic cancer. Um, it, you know, uh, one person had spinal meningitis um, and was rushed to the emergency room that night and we didn't know really what it was. I just told her what the color was, but I knew it wasn't good. I yeah. could just feel the energy wasn't good. Um, so that's the negative side of it. <laughs> of well, that, that could be positive too, because I think that you are assisting people and, and there's a reason they came to you and exactly. they wanted you to see that. So, you know, we all, yeah, yeah we're working together. So, that's but yeah, but since then I go to, you know, like from when I was young, I luckily had a mother that was so, that was, didn't shut down anything. And in fact, we've drugged our mother to many, many um, shamanic journeys, singing ball things, um, wild things that she's like, what are we doing? <laughs> she goes, well, okay, you say it's good for me. <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, she's had to drink wild concoctions that she's like, oh, what is this? You know? <laughs> so, um, but she's humored us and went, well, okay, my, my daughter is sort of that way, fine, you know? Yeah. So it's just been kind of a fun journey that all three of us were there for each other. Well, I do have an older sister and she's very lovely, but she's different. She doesn't, she's not into any of this. Oh, okay. It is about, you know, just she's where she's at and I'm where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And we all love, you know, so 
it's just one of those things where you kind of go, uh, it's always been a part of me, but I also didn't tell people a lot um, when I was younger, if you weren't in that safe group. Kind right. Of. And what you're talking about, I love because I noticed that there's a lot of uh, the youth and the children that are very lit up and they, they seem to have all the resources and the encouragement that they need to continue their journey where they're not getting bullied, um, but they're absolutely okay with, with what's going on. And they're seeing that there's more people out there that are doing and seeing what they see. So you, you know, have journeyed through it um, and had almost a prejudice against what you were, where these kids are like, it's all about be free of who you are. And, um, I love that because yeah. it's strengthening them from a young age, not to get blocked as much as they can. We're all gifted in our unique ways. And there is a different, um, realm that we can operate on together to make a difference. And like you said, which is gratitude and love and your vibration and your energy and your thoughts. It's, it's all relative. So if we can just encourage each other to be, you know, brighter exactly and to, yeah and, and, and be but, but the biggest thing is with this is that if you have a problem our biggest our biggest thing that has been drilled into our minds is that if we if we're worried about somebody we have to fix them and our biggest thing is we will fix them by raising our vibration because then their vibration will interact with our right. high vibration and, and they will start to realize how to heal themselves. Right. Our bodies are very, very, they really can heal themselves. And I know people go, oh, well, that's, should, you shouldn't say it that way because you're not a doctor. And I go, but the thing is when a final, all the energy is in your aura, and when it finally shows up as a physical ailment, it really is where you have that pattern, that frequency pattern, right. just kept it and kept it and kept it going, you know? So of course, it's not a magic pill. The body can't just suddenly come back from that because you have basically programmed it to believe a certain frequency. Mm -hmm. So the only way to change that is to get out of that frequency. Like they always say, you can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. Mm -hmm. So you can't solve a, a frequency problem with the same frequency that created it. Mm -hmm. So if you're, you know, many times I tell people, well, just do something, think of something that makes or experience that was a happy experience hmm. or something that makes you smile. Anything that can make you smile hmm. or laugh, really, it, it, they say it's ridiculous, but it really works because it will get you out of that frequency enough. And the more you get out of that frequency, the more you reprogram your body to not tap into it. Yes, I feel that. It's almost yeah. like you're feeding this, the demon as they call it, but you <laughs> just keep feeding it with your intentions and your thoughts. But like you said, like, whoop, switch it over, switch it over, switch it over, starve it, right? Starve exactly. that thing that's becoming an illness, starve it by sh not feeding it. Right. Right. So I think exactly. that that's beautiful. And that's where you can help people by saying, I identify, what is that? What there's something manifesting or the illness. So I think that's why your gift is so incredibly important 
is because you're helping people to identify it and help them work and relocate their focus. Even if it's some people are just there to be like, I'm a light, I love, and their music makes you smile. It's like, <laughs> thank you for being here, you know, and helping me direct my thoughts. And I think it's, it's important that we're all still here for each other and just how we're supposed to be. Exactly. Whether, and, and going back to that thing about not feeding the thing is um, people go, well, how can I change that? Uh, when I least expect it, I'm mad or right. whatever. And I go, well, as long as within 20 seconds, it sounds funny, but it really is about 20 seconds. As long as you immediately change your thought to something positive and it doesn't have to be about what you're mad about. Okay. So in other words, if you're mad at, um, uh, I, I'm trying to think of something negative, <laughs> mad at, at pr the prison system, okay? You're mad at the, the setting, letting go of in inmates or whatever. You can't then say, oh, I'm just going to think a mantra that everything will be all right and all the inmates are nice people and then, because your body's going, that's ridiculous. That's sticking, <laughs> you know, I had it in my So what I'm saying is if you're mad about something, just the frequency of what you're grateful for will shift that vibration before mm. it kind of sets in. Mm. So it's kind of like spilling wine on white carpet. Before it sets in, you want to get it out, right? Yeah. So the same kind of thing with thoughts. If you have a, if you get mad at somebody and you scream at them, the next second, and I know it's not easy, but it really is about you then suddenly going oh i love those flowers over there or oh i love the curtains that i have there or oh i so it can be about anything wow. it doesn't have to be about the subject you're mad about right. but it does when you shift it that quickly if you'll notice more and more you won't get mad you won't get <laughs> you won't stay you in won't, that you won't get attached to it right. you're almost like you're saying like detach to it and look like it's a joke where you like squirrel or you're just like, look exactly. at something else, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. But it will start to, because it's become a habit. Right. Because our, you know, it really is in our go-go society. Our, um, a lot of our systems are set on fight or flight mm -hmm. automatically. And because of that, as we know, fight or flight is all about the negative. Oh, something, a tiger is after me. Like the evolution thing, you know, I've got to keep going. Oh my God. And I got to think of the negative. So if the only way to reset that is that consistently every day, just like I said about programming, <laughs> reprogram your system to, okay. As soon as I think or get mad at somebody, I'm within a short time need to say hey, something I'm grateful for in the so room. Shift, or... shift your attitude to gratitude. Exactly. Shift your attitude <laughs> to gratitude. And that you're not the first person today that said that. I was just on social media and it was, it was the same, this other person that I was following. And he's like, look how beautiful that is. Look how amazing that is. Isn't that amazing? I'm so grateful for this. But I, and it was like, okay, I get what you're saying. And now you're, I feel like that's the core of our conversation today is shift your attitude to gratitude and admiration for the beauty and the distraction of that, that which is good and beautiful instead of focusing on what is negative because then we're feeding that. So feed and nurture and water the plants that are beautiful right like because that's going to be encouraging right. the growth of beauty and positivity and you're feeding and just that. like law of attraction when yeah. you, if you've anybody seen the secret all those years ago and everything yeah. like that anything that you give energy to 
persists. Well, why do you want to feed a negative thing? It will keep persisting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's the same kind of thing. If you want to, if you want to shift your energy, the more you shift it to what is a positive, you know, like I, there's days. So I will tell you a funny thing. One time, my sister Babs, I know I talk about her a lot, but she really was having a very, very bad day a very bad day. And she was like, I got to write my gratitude list because I don't know how I can take this day. She was at, and so then she said, one of her top things was she's go grateful for the guy who sprays the orange stuff on Cheetos. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that seems silly. And you're like, oh my God, but that was her, That, but it made her laugh and it got her out of her negative space enough to heal it oh <laughs> enough for her to heal for that day right so you know that mm -hmm. anything that makes you it's the little things it doesn't have to be a big thing i understand about when we have attachments to things that are negative it's because they become comfortable exactly that they become we become attached to the knowingness that that is always going to be there we've created this you know, reality, or we've created this uncomfortable reaction state, and that some people are having a really hard time um, with finding comfort and gratitude. Like yeah. you were saying earlier, you're feeding the fight or flight energy. Yeah. Because you're so used to it. It's comfortable. It's easy. Um, and energetically, I will tell you, most people are kind of lazy on an energy level. They'd rather, you know, a lot of people even come to me who believe in this are like, oh, can't you just do a healing on me? And I don't have to, and I go, no, no, no. You have to feel these emotions, but the emotions are just tools. They're also not for us to cling to them and then not fully feel them. So our problem is we just, we really, um, uh, don't fully embrace the feelings. There's nothing wrong with anger. There's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with feeling guilty, worrying, feeling shamed, feeling, you know, it's about you kind of going, okay, I fully accept it, but it's not really part of my reality. It's not, I'm just, I obviously it's showing me I need to heal something. And so now let me get to work. And our problem is most people have the hard time when they have to kind of veer into how can I get to work? <laughs> because right. it's, it's not a magic pill. It doesn't happen overnight. Just like homeopathic medicine is a lot of times not as fast as a regular doctor's pill, but it in the long run helps you to heal naturally with your body. And so it is about not the destination, but the journey kind of thing with this where you really start to go and we're as long as we're in a human body we're learning and we're evolving so we j uh, don't you just have to kind of go oh it'll always be a learning thing and it's wonderful because we came here as, as creators children everybody's a creator and so our, and we have forgotten that because so much of society, yes, I appreciate the kitchen stuff that we have, because <laughs> cooking was uh, it was really hard in the old days. Uh, but a lot of convenience is actually not good for us because it has created this kind of laziness energetically with us to then 
be pushed to then do more even for us and to know that just our movements and our experiences are part of the human condition, I guess you would call it. So you feel um, like you're definitely true to your calling and your service to others. And anybody who knows you or has worked with you loves you and is so grateful for you and everything that you do for us and the community. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for everything that you do and, and don't quit, you know, don't ever stop. And yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really appreciate that. It really makes it, I, um, it really is a calling, <laughs> you know, and, and a lot of, I mean, yes, it's my job too, but it really is, it doesn't feel like a job mm -hmm. um, because it really is about, I want people to feel what how, the change that I felt, you know, that biggest, it, it really is wonderful when you realize that you're, you fully are responsible for you. Mm -hmm. Once you have that power, that it all of a sudden the choices become a lot easier. So anyway, yeah, no, I really love um, how the healer that you are, though, <laughs> too. Oh, you know, because you have a wonderful way of of what they call witness. Like you tend to really be somebody I noticed that really witnesses what goes on mm. and kind of whole, they say whole space. And a lot of people don't know what whole space really is, I think. But in your case, you really do hold space because you're kind of like, okay, that person is freaking out. I'm just going to stand here and be here for them. <laughs> and when they, <laughs> when they finally have let go of that, then maybe yeah. we'll talk, but I'm not going to. <laughs> interfere in their experience their human yeah. experience yeah so yeah thank you yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm still trying to figure out what i'm doing and how to exercise and, and be use useful in these times and and what that looks like so um, i'm probably <laughs> going to be um contacting you again regarding you know more reiki certification or sure. you know pursuing other things that you offer because i think yeah. a lot of us i know for me that's something i've been like i need to get back in there and, and finish <laughs> my training with you and so you're still offering the yeah. reiki training yes yeah. um you can do it on on zoom <laughs> um you don't have as much practice time on people obviously as far as in the class because um we we don't meet in person um, right now, um, because I mean, we could with the, but really they say now with the, you know, all the phases and stuff that it's not quite time. Um, so eventually I may meet people in person, but usually you have somebody to practice on as far as your home. Um, you know, I teach people Reiki one, two, and three. Um, and then I, you know, some people do want to become teachers. So then I go into that side of it too, cool. on how they can teach themselves. Um, and it really is, um, uh, yeah, you would think that it doesn't work on <laughs> over Zoom, but it really works well. That actually um, might be a really big blessing is that we can do more virtual or distant healing and maybe that's something that's really needed right now is to say and to recognize our power of distant healing. Right. Right. I mean, because there again, going back to what we said, when the people have to come to my office, then it's like, 
oh, the office space is the sacred space. Right. But when I get back home, then I've got to deal my, with my home life. You know, so when they kind of learn it in their own home, they, they're feeling that energy and identifying the energy with their own home also. So it's suddenly not outside themselves. It's suddenly a part of them when they have to do it at their house. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it really actually is better. Um, like I've said, I, I, some people say that the healings that they've had from me in, in person are good, but the healings are stronger on the phone or on Zoom because they said it, they feel comfortable. They're not putting their shields oh, up. Oh, right. Not having you to know, share space like, with oh, everybody. I, I, I have this. <laughs> I don't feel like I have to put my shield up because yeah. that place I don't totally. you know, feel my own energy. Interesting. So, um, yeah. So it really is amazing that way. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, besides the... Reiki classes. I do have one class that's coming up at the end of the month called um, Aura Reading Through the Clears. Mm. And what Claire, uh, when they talk about the Clears, um, they're basically um, uh, the senses. <laughs> There's about 10 different senses of like Claire, everybody's heard of clairvoyant because a lot of people I'm clairvoyant, they see visions, but like clairaudient with hearing, um, uh, um, tasting, smelling, you know, all that stuff. And so I did a whole class on how to, and each person will do their own so that they're again, like we said in the beginning, yeah. it's about, I, I can tell everybody information, right. but just like a speaker, the best speakers are the ones who engage you to think on your own, to feel on your own, mm -hmm. not talk to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so the biggest thing about this class will be about everybody being interactive of actually feeling their aura and how it interacts with each Ooh, other. I like that. I'm so. definitely going to be part of that. <laughs> when is that happening? Uh, that is on the 22nd. Okay. And it's, uh, Saturday. And so. do you have a certain amount of people that can join? Are you going to be repeating this class or? Yeah, some... I'll probably be repeating this class because this is a, actually this, well, I kind of taught it in my class before, but this is the first time I'm teaching as a regular class. Okay, myself. cool. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, but yeah, and then I, um, um, I, like I said, every day I do sessions and then I also, one thing I have been doing besides the aura circles and Reiki circles on Tuesdays is I have where you can, if you have six friends, you can sign up to have like a personal aura circle uh, where everybody gets an aura reading and you can kind of do it together with your friends on Zoom. Okay. So that's, been, cool. that's been really fun because a lot of groups of people have gotten together and like experiencing it with their family and friends. So. Right. People that aren't as familiar with it. Because I feel like you have uh, a certain amount of people that are attracted to you or that you've worked with. And so it's, it seems to be a lot of the same people that are working with mm -hmm. you. So it's nice to, I was thinking about that before I talked to you today was like, <laughs> how can I get um, more people to see you and see what you do? Because there's, um, I've had uh, psychics, I've seen uh, people, uh, mediums, you know, there's definitely particular pieces that people are offering, but uh, what you do is such a personal, beautiful, uh, it's healing, yeah. it's empowering, and it's, it's raw. So I think, yeah, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> so maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to 
pile in six people and, yeah. <laughs> and get in there with you. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and that's kind of, and I, I enjoy them. And that's, yeah. that's really my, uh, something I really have fun doing. <laughs> yeah. I bet it's fun. I, yeah, yeah. I want to do that for sure. Yeah. So cool. anyway, yeah. And basically, um, that's kind of what's the only other thing I'm doing is, um, this, thing I did last month actually called Aura Joy um, Healing Attunement. And it's um, basically um, the attunement, when you hear attunement, usually you think of in Reiki, they do the attunements where they put the symbols in. Well, Spirit, there again, gave me these frequencies. They don't have symbols. They're actual frequencies that I can feel. Mm -hmm. And so basically, I did this class where we did a meditation to get you in that state of what what your aura really feels like when it's in joy, not what we think joy is. Because we think joy is this almost much more excited thing, mm -hmm. but actually, or a joy is kind of like in a peaceful state. Mm -hmm. And like we were saying earlier, that peaceful state. So the meditation gets you into that state. And then I do a whole attunement and everybody just is receiving the attunement of these frequencies. Beautiful. So wow. that's another thing and that's going on on August 20th. So, okay. Those are all this month. Cool. Yep. Right on. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Cool. Well, it, it's been wonderful talking to you. You too. And you're a very busy, successful woman. And I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that you took time today to to talk to me here and to share your stories with us. And uh, I'm sure it's going to help a lot of people um, get to know you and what you do and your story. And then also, um, hopefully, get to work with you or beside you or in some way, if, if I just feel like there's a connecting rod between <laughs> who is, who, um, who you are of service to, and you, you seem to just have this natural ability to be of service mm -hmm. and magnetically, you know, there for those who need you or need to be connecting with their higher selves. So I, I, uh, mm -hmm. I hope that it, yeah, <laughs> that it reaches who it needs to reach and that, you know, this was, so I, I will say part of this comes back to the whole of service thing is mm -hmm. that there again, I grew up in a restaurant. Everything was geared as when we were children yeah. to help a customer, help people, you know, very helping. My mother's always been a very big helper. Um, so everything was about service um, mm -hmm. when we were younger. Um, so, but the difference is now <laughs> I feel like it's for the greater good that it really is. So I just want people to really feel like that they have power but then also by being in their power, they strengthen the whole grid of power. I mean, yes. they really, you know, they're actually stomping on their own journey or somebody else's journey by lowering their vibration to kind of wallow in the stuff with people. And so it needs to be where we don't, we don't do that anymore. No, there's no reason to do that anymore. That it's all about us really feeling that we can, we can make a difference. Everybody always asks about how can I make a difference? I go, well, really be you really allow you to emerge. That is you know? so true. Like the rainy days when you say everybody's thoughts and mannerisms change, it's like maybe what you're doing is creating that softening on that grid where you're, you're able to be here, you know, in such an intuitive level, but say like, everybody just come, you know, 
yeah. experience this up here and calm down a little bit. So yeah. I kind of like, I feel that. that That's so, yeah. So mm -hmm. I didn't mention my, my website. I guess I should. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, www, of course, uh, soul supper com so okay. it is like supper um and and there again um the reason for it being called soul supper is because i used to be a chef and i would make um uh buddha cakes for people mm -hmm. um <laughs> with little chocolate buddhas on them yeah. or uh yin yang symbols or you know so all kinds of spiritual sweets mm -hmm. um and so that's why that originally was that and now it's just evolved into kind of a um um you know serving yourself bringing in that energy for yourself. Well, you're serving the people you're serving energetic food and i always use the term feed the people and it goes into a lot of other ways than just the food matter but what you're doing is you're feeding the people so you're still you are still offering <laughs> and it was funny i was i was gonna tell you before we got on this call i ran out of milk my hemp milk. I don't drink cow's milk, but I was like, I ran out of my milk. I was going to have my little cereal that I have every morning. And, and I was like, Oh, what am I going to do? I was like, I'm going to go to get a gluten-free muffin in town. So I was like, I didn't have a lot of time, but I raced myself down the road, got in my muffin. I was like, I don't need anything else. I just need this muffin. And then I came home and I ate it and I was energized. And I kept thinking about the first time that I connected with you uh, or the second time. I was talking about dragon love muffins and the process of going into the world and or into our energetic self and collecting the pieces that the the um the parts of the batter or the ingredients that we need and then to charge it mix it stick it in the hearth and then serve it to the people once we've once we've developed all of the the parts and made the batter and cooked it and serve it so it's like there's such a there's such a journey involved with mm -hmm. with your work where you know it's not just there's i think that the supper is very suiting yeah <laughs> you're doing all the you're doing all the parts and the muffins and exactly. it's very sweet you're very sweet <laughs> well yeah. thank you yeah i, I like that yeah. so, so yeah. well, thank, well thank, you thank you so much. much i'm so excited to to share this with everybody and and to have you on today and i'll put all the links and references oh, okay. um into my my youtube and um on the podcast so okay great yeah, awesome. well it's wonderful to see you honey you too aura is beaming yeah okay. <laughs> it's, so, it's so beautiful oh thank you you always have such positive things to say about my aura and it's encouraging me because sometimes i feel so glum but you always... <laughs> no but it really really great right oh. now it's like spirits going yes 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 <laughs> yeah i feel like i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing finally that i'm and putting the work in there so fabulous blessings all around yeah <laughs> well thank you for letting me be a part of this i'm really Absolutely. excited this yeah. is fun <laughs> it is fun who knows where it's gonna go okay yeah. all right <laughs> thank you good. have a great day you too okay. bye, bye.